This is exactly right. to keep this it's so cute yeah free watch watching the couch at george's house <laughs> uh and with that hi welcome to my favorite murder the hometown mini edition it's a surprise, surprise. we just read some of the emails you guys have sent us uh telling us your hometown murders because they're so good and plentiful it, there's probably 100 billion yeah i think in at, our gmail right now at least so we're really trying to chip away at these so we're we're dropping a mini episode for you yeah so so we can just at least get some of these read some of the we we're just trying to catalog these and get them out get them everybody, out in the open everybody's got a m- murder story they want to tell yeah and you can do that by emailing us at my favorite murder at gmail make it interesting write it out don't put a link of like some random wiki page no more i would say no more than eight paragraphs yeah probably shorter the better if you're good at grammar good at grammar great yeah all right. Um, let's read. Those what? are all the tips you're going to get. <laughs> yeah, that's all we can tell you. Want me to go first? Sure. Because this one um, is from Eva. And she says, this is my hometown murder paranormal edition. Ooh. You know, we like those. Mm-hmm. Hello, ladies. I've been gleefully binging on your podcast that was recommended to me a couple weeks ago on the last podcast on the left page. Yay. That's hey, nice. That's nice. Thanks, guys. Uh, I'm so glad they did. So are we, Eva. This is a combination of my hometown murder, that being Detroit at any time of this story, and what I believe got me into true crime. I was four years old back in 1972, and my dad and uncle uh, went to a union meeting together now please keep in mind i was only four and can only remember this in what i can best explain as flashes and what my mother has told me as we my mom and i wait at home for my dad to come home she's watching tv in the living room and i'm watching tv in another room and she tells me that she hears me scream and start crying and she runs to me and she grabs me and asks me what's wrong and i point to a family photo of my parents um and i on the wall and tell her i can't uh, can't you see my uncle's face is bleeding <gasps> ew that just made my arm i just got <sighs> shivers in one arm which is kind of a weird feeling oh my god that's called a heart attack i think oh oh well bye you guys uh steven i love you the most that's the secret i've been keeping this whole time. wait what <laughs> yeah okay so sorry back to eva's email <laughs> So she says, can't you see my uncle's face is bleeding? Ew, creepy out of a four-year-old. Yeah, four-year-olds are creepy. Creeps. Um, And she said, she looks at the photo and she thinks I'm going insane. And so I said, I... And she said, I sobbed uncontrollably and kept telling her that my uncle was going to die and that they were going to throw him in the water in that white car. Children. She was finally so spooked at what I was trying, at what I was saying that she said she spanked me to try to snap, snap me out of it. <laughs> oh my God, the seventies. The seventies. Um. <laughs> but it That's was tra- like a rational thing back then. Yeah, but she also because she her mom was trying to snap her out of it, and probably her mom was so scared at that point that her her four year old in like adorable baby voice, yeah, being like blood, mommy, blood, blood, mommy, <laughs> they're gonna kill him, mommy. Um. So then after the mom spanks her, oh, no, she said 
her mom told her that she told her, you can hit me all you want, but my uncle is still going to die. Holy shit. And this is, she specified this in the beginning, but I didn't read it. It's her mom's, the mom's brother. Oh my God. I was wondering that. Um, that was, that was my editorial where I was like, that doesn't matter. And of course it's a key element to the story. Okay. Back in his email. Finally, my dad gets home and my mother explains what happened. My dad said to her, you're going to believe that. So she asked him, asks him to please go back to the bar where they were after the meeting to make sure he's okay. My uncle and his family did not have a home phone. Don't ask me why. That's just nuts. The seventies. So my, the seventies. So my dad goes back, comes home and tells my mom that he was not there anymore and he probably went home. A few hours later, my mother gets a call from my grandfather who's at the hospital and tells her to please go right away. My uncle has been shot in the face and he was already brain dead. Come say goodbye. Turns out there was an ugly union-related argument. My uncle was the union rep. They shot him, and they were going to dispose of his body via a white car (sighs) when they all got caught. Now both my arms have chills. Oh, my God. My mother always said that she had not believed my father that had had she not told my father nobody would have ever believed her i only remember like i said in flashes for some reason i do remember that i was watching lassie thank you stay sexy and don't get murdered best advice ever eva oh my god like did the parents ever love her again probably not well they were definitely scared of her after yeah and gave her whatever she asked totally it's like that one uh twilight zone episode yes yeah where like they have to appease them the the little kid or he'll make you go away. Yeah. That's right. That is so creepy. I love it. I buy it. I also want to know, did she ever have any visions after that? Me too. Now we are, I want to go into the whole paranormal sure. podcast. We could do an epi- a paranormal episode. That's a great idea. Let's do that. Oh, hold. I'm really sorry, but I just saw an email that said, oh, one more thing. It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> exciting. <laughs> oh, wait. This, is, this starts, hello, ladies, a couple more quick stories. It might be too long. Okay. Yeah, okay. You know what, though? It's two paragraphs. Okay. All right, Eva, this is all about you today. <laughs> Just a couple quick stories. I have belonged to true crime groups for as long as I can remember. Eventually, I became friends with Carl Sutcliffe, brother of Peter Sutcliffe, the Yorkshire Ripper, who eventually became my prison pen pal until I felt really weird about thinking of him as a friend like that way and cut him off. Cut off communication. All right, Eva, you're on the you're on the razor's edge right now. <laughs> Anywho, Carl told me that at the time of the Yorkshire Ripper murders, he was in his teens. His brother Peter, um, being his senior by over ten years. Well, Carl had this girlfriend, and he would always ask Peter to please give her a ride home. <laughs> oh shit! Oh my god! So that the Ripper wouldn't get her, <gasps> not knowing he just put her in the car with the Ripper himself. Another story is about my friend Jimmy's Boy Scout troop trip to a fun house here in Chicago. He said that boys were being boys and pushing and shoving the people dressed up to scare the people in the fun house and running around and such. And he pushed this clown and the clown grabbed him and said, you little motherfucker, I ought to kill you and let him go. He is convinced it was John Wayne Gacy at that carnival uh, because it was being sponsored by the Jaycees who John Wayne Gacy belonged to. Wow. Oh, Uh, for sure him. And then she just said, I have a few more stories, but I don't want to bombard them. No, she, she, she done good. No, Eva, you delivered on every single one of those stories. You did not get on Karen's shit list. No, you're number one. (laughs) Well done. That was great. Great job, Eva. Okay. This one's by Aubrey. It's called, the, the subject was, my dog helped catch a murderer. 
Yes. Okay, my hometown murder. I always skip the nice stuff. What does that say about me that I don't... That you... Well... We don't want to come off as like congratulatory. Yeah, but it's so nice. Congratulatory, but it is really nice. And it's what yeah. they wrote. It is what they wrote and it's nice and I don't want people to think I don't want them I don't want people to think that they didn't they just started with their anyways. Right. My hometown murder happened in 1999 when I was eight years old in Racine, Wisconsin, which is about halfway between Milwaukee and Chicago on Lake Michigan. Um, she can't remember any of the names and she apologizes, but I swear this happened. <laughs> My sister and I were playing in our backyard in June of 99. We lived in town. We lived in town, so our yard and our neighbor's yard were only separated by a four-foot chain-link fence. Suddenly, a man wearing only boxer shorts and carrying a knife ran into my neighbor's yard from the alley, followed by two police officers. The officers yelled at my sister and me to get in the house and lock the doors. My two sister, my two sisters ran, but of course, I froze in fear, and she says, or now knowing my interest in murder, maybe I froze with intrigue. Yeah, I'm going with that. <laughs> During the commotion, the man in the boxers attempted to jump over the chain link fence into our yard. However, our usually docile, harmless black lab, Max, attacked the man's foot, and he decided to jump over the fence to the front yard instead. I don't, I don't want to... I don't want to know what would have happened if that man made it into my yard where I stood paralyzed. The police managed to detain him in the street in front of our house. After their ordeal, they came back to our front door and explained the situation. It turns out this guy had raped and murdered his ex-girlfriend and her 15-year-old daughter. They were found stabbed to death in their apartment. When the police arrived at his house to arrest him, he wasn't there and couldn't be found for months. When they found him, he was camped out in the woods near my house, woods that my 12-year-old sister walked past alone every day. No. To get to and from school. No. When they the found. Woods. Yeah, the woods, man. The woods. Chop down all the woods. <laughs> Am I wrong? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good, good to know. Uh, when they found him, like he. The solution, though, you're just trying to solve the problem. I mean. Yeah. When they found him, he ran and thus entered, ended up in my neighbor's yard. And just to make the story even better, when Max attacked this guy's leg, he bit him so hard that he broke his ankle. Good boy. Yes. And the guy couldn't run anymore. The police mm. wanted to meet our dog to formally thank him for his service. Max got a honorary police dog <gasps> award, which I'm sure they no. just made up on the spot, but it was still sweet. Are you going to cry? Uh, maybe. I, I need to eat some protein. I'm obviously <laughs> having big feelings about every, everything I'm hearing today. But chills and so, tears. Chills and tears. And, yeah, and then I just... I, I'm sweating. Yeah. It's all of the... All the temperatures. Mm-hmm. That's unbelievable. Good boy, Max. She laid eyes on that murderer. Yeah. I wonder if she hadn't been... If she had run in with her scaredy cat sisters, she wouldn't have seen it. Oh, for her own two shit. eyes. Girl. This but is- I mean... This is why you always stay and watch. <laughs> always. Always. Um, Be a gawker. That's a good one. That reminds me of that, like, urban legend where, like, the people come home and the dog's choking. Did you ever hear that one? No. Should we just do this? Yes. I mean, this is, well, this one I heard, I remember hearing, like, a camp or whatever, but, like, the lady comes home. It's, of course, it's a big, long tale about how they live way up in the mountains. Wait, is, she, is he choking on a hand? Yes, you heard it? I guess it's I have. fingers, yeah. Yes, I guess I've heard it. Yeah. I don't know why, where that came from. Yeah. Could be, you know why? Because it's like the tale is oldest yeah. time. But you know what I do want to do? Can we one day do an epi- a themed episode of um, of uh, urban legends that are like where they came from? Like that they're in, fa- in fiction, in fact? Yes. Can we do like that Like what day? the original story is based on? Yeah. That's a murder. Yeah. 
You know that there is um, a really awesome. It's a. It's a like a cartoon compilation it's called there it was a series and it so it was like the big book of so it was like the big book yeah. of the 70s the big book of and one of them is the big book of urban legends Ooh. so they have writers teamed up with um comic book artists and then they'll draw out all the urban legends i when i read this book my family they're like half of the book was family story Kilgara family stories where I was like oh my god my aunt Joe told me oh my god my uncle like things like, that your family has told you is true it's always like our next door neighbor <laughs> because everybody loves a good story yeah. tell, like sitting around whatever but it was I mean every page I turned I was like I heard this one about the people that get the chihuahua in Mexico and bring it home oh my they god they sneak it across the border because they find a little lost chihuahua in Mexico that's so cute and, and what they happens? come home and then they take it to the vet and it's a rat <laughs> that's classic so legend that's, that's so stupid but so it's kind of real it's like enough real of like this happened to our neighbor's friend do you know that I'm the kind of person that if someone told me that story I would argue with them that they were wrong like someone tells a story at a party and I'm like bullshit bullshit like I just don't even let them have it it's fucking that's so stupid why would how would that happen and then they're like I guess you're I guess you're right I and then you, they don't want to talk to me you're right at the end of the day I guess I just I guess we shouldn't have fun Georgia. <laughs> Georgia shouldn't be invited to her own parties. To, all right. Ready for this? Yes. This is from Christine. Seriously, guys, read this. It's a grandparent murder and it's ridiculous. Uh, I will immediately read it. Hi, ladies. First off, I'd like to say I absolutely love your podcast. <laughs> and I binge listened to the first 10 episodes within three days. And I hope you include my crazy, disturbing hometown murder story in an upcoming one. Oh, thank you. Guess what, Christine? My name is Christine and I live in, should I say, New Jersey, which is your classic. I named, She named the town, but maybe we don't. I, I don't, don't know. know. It's hard to say. Um, it's hard to say if we should say it or it's hard to say the town is hard to say oh no no it's easy to say <laughs> oh like you shouldn't be specific but I can say it because she included it right like if that's I didn't say her last name I don't understand I what kind of privacy people want. I feel like if they don't put at the end, please don't use my name in this, or please don't use my town, or please don't use the name, I'll change the names of the victims. She's like first and last name <laughs> and town and the whole thing. Let's say town, not last names. Got it. My name's Christine, and I live in Lambertville, New Jersey, okay. which is your classic small town picture. Oh, picture lots of Victorian houses and nice old people who like antiques. Anyway, my high school was really small, less than 50 kids in a grade small and Jeez. included a middle school in seventh grade I was friends with a kid named Ezra Simon Daniels who was a little odd but definitely not sociopath level odd at the time we hung out with a group of about 10 kids for a couple years and then in high school Ezra moved out of our school district and I never spoke to him again fast forward to my sophomore year of college um, just a few months ago and a friend of mine from home calls and asks if I heard what Ezra did mm. I hadn't, so I promptly Googled it. Turns out he called the cops from a Walmart 15 minutes from my house at 5 a.m. and told them he was covered in blood and didn't know why or how he ended up in the Walmart parking lot oh, in the first place. No. Then they took him back to his home where he lived with his grandparents and they found the grandparents <gasps> laying in their bed bludgeoned to death with an aluminum baseball bat. Oh, no. They're beaten so badly that they had to pull their dental records to make oh, sure it was them. It's them. 
I promise you. <laughs> it's them. I'm not sure if Ezra admitted to doing it, but after reading about it and listening to his 911 call, which you mm, can no. find online if you're curious or want to play it on the show. No. Nope. Christine, stop it. To neither of those. I suspect that he was on some sort of extreme drugs and killed them and doesn't remember doing it. Good guess. I can't believe I was friends with a grandparent murderer in middle school. <sighs> you never really know who's going to lose it one day. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. <laughs> It's going to be one of us. It's so true. The odds are in our favor. I hope you guys enjoyed this super fucked up story. Keep making awesome episodes. Have an awesome day, Christine. Thank you. You too, Christine. That was that was well written, mm-hmm. taught, well told. Mm-hmm. To the point, succinct. Horrifying. Everything one wants from well a done. murder. A plus. There's something about the sound of an old-timey cash register that really takes me back. I know. It sounds like someone is about to hand me an ice cream cone, but it also sounds like we just sold some merch. That's right. And if you're a Shopify user like us, you know that this sound means you just made a sale. Shopify has helped millions of businesses sell their products online, but did you know they also offer the same support for brick and mortar stores? From accepting payments to managing inventory, they have everything you need to sell in person. So give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS tracks sales across all your locations. That way you'll always know what you have in stock and where. They also provide reliable tech that fits your unique retail needs, like turning a tablet into a credit card reader. And if you're looking to reach new customers, check out Shopify's marketing tools. They're easy to use and they integrate with all social media platforms. With Shopify, we have a powerful partner for managing our sales. And if you're a business owner, you can too. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period today at shopify.com murder and here's the important note that promo code is all lowercase so go to shopify.com slash murder and take your retail business to the next level that's shopify.com slash murder again don't forget the code is all lowercase goodbye if you're like me you're always looking for a story to dive into whether it's a family drama or a mystery to solve the key to getting hooked is the details i need rich visuals and intricate storylines and june's journey has that and more june's journey is a mobile mystery game that follows june parker a daring young woman on a quest to uncover the truth about her sister's murder this is your chance to test your detective skills because you'll play the game as june herself Explore beautifully designed scenes from the 1920s, like lavish estates and gardens, and don't forget to keep an eye out for hidden clues. There are twists, turns, and catchy tunes, all leading you deeper into the thrilling storyline. And if you play well enough, you could make it to the detective club. There, you'll chat with other players and compete with or against them. June needs your help, but watch out, you never know which character might be a villain. Shocking family secrets will be revealed, but will you crack the case? Find out as you escape this world and dive into June's world of mystery, murder, and romance. It's all just one tap away. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. That's June's Journey. Download the game for free on iOS and Android. Goodbye. Georgia, have you ever been blown away by the most simple dish at a restaurant, like perfectly scrambled eggs? Oh my God, yes, Karen. And then all I want to do is make that dish at home and eat it every day. Well, you probably could, as long as you have the chef's secret ingredient, 
Made In Cookware. Made In was created to bring restaurant quality performance kitchenware to home chefs around the world. For years, they've built their business by supplying restaurants and top chefs with high-end cookware. Some of Tom Colicchio's most treasured dishes at his restaurant craft are made in Made In. Whether you're cooking for professional critics or just the critics you live with, your meals will benefit from the quality of Made In products. Like their carbon steel cookware, it combines the best of both cast iron and stainless steel clad, so it's rugged enough for grills or an open flame. It's the MVP of summer cookouts and cook-ins. What I really love about made-in cookware is that it actually makes something like having a Memorial Day barbecue much more convenient because you can keep everything on the grill if you need to throw, say, a pan of garlic up on the top while you're grilling your steaks on the bottom. It's strong enough, durable enough to do that. If you want to take your cooking to the next level, remember what so many great dishes have in common. They're all made in, made in. Save up to 25% this Memorial Day from May 18th through May 27th when you visit madeincookware.com. That's M-A-D-E-I-N cookware.com. Goodbye. Can I, should I read one? Yes. Okay. Do you want, hmm, no. Okay, I'm gonna do this one. All right. This is by Giselle. Okay. I'm sure you're getting a supermodel. Yes. Okay. She listens. Great. She's a fan. Hi. I'm sure you're getting some crazy stories, but I kind of like this one because it happened right next to my best friend's home where she slept soundly in her bed. I am from Victoria, uh, BC in Canada, British Columbia, right? Yes. Yeah. (laughs) You got this. Okay. It's a fairly small city, but I wouldn't say it. Uh, it's a fairly small city, but I wouldn't say it's a small town. People don't get murdered very often here, but one guy freaked out one night and killed his son, his estranged wife, both her parents, and then himself by stabbing them. Ooh. The thing that made the situation really crazy, besides that, is that <laughs> <laughs> is that the same night, one the same night, one of the local high schools, okay. It was the same night as one of the local high school's grad camp out. Basically, the day before school starts, all the grade 12s will hang out in, a ran- in random parts mm-hmm. of the city, moving around like pot- like a pot of whales, drinking and causing a ruckus. Yes. Due to the number of calls that the grad camp out was getting, the police didn't respond to the noise complaints coming from the neighborhood of the family that was being murdered, oh. she wrote. My friends also lived next door to the family and subsequently had to go to therapy afterwards because her mom was afraid that she could hear the murders happening through her open bedroom window while she slept and it had infiltrated her mind. Oh, no. Anyways, hope you enjoyed this, (laughs) Giselle. (laughs) Levels, layers. Totally. That thing just kept giving. Kept and kept. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what's funny? I understand that woman who has that fear. Who what? Like, the woman who has the fear that she somehow subconsciously absorbed horrible things and just isn't aware. No, I don't think that's... Do you think that can happen? I don't know. I don't think while you're sleeping. I mean, who knows? But, like, it's why I want to stop falling asleep in front of the TV, but just won't. Is because God knows what's going in there. Totally. Terrible. Well, do you notice that when you have it, like, sometimes you dream shit that's so obvious, things that, that you saw that day? Like, yes. You know, do, there's that, that new fucking Scully movie with Tom Hanks yes. about the guy who crash landed in the Hudson, which yeah. looks so stupid. Mm-hmm. And I had, like, such obvious, like, water crash airplane dreams last night. Because you saw that billboard? I saw the, the yeah, the um, trailer. 
Oh, oh, yeah. Which is like, that's so boring. Yes. So let's make it's her... It's uncreative. It is. conscious to yeah. serve that up. Totally. it's right there. Well. Uh, yeah. Keep it, keep it to just your teeth falling out. Yeah. Or weird Make people. it at school. Yeah. Horror movies. The basics. Yeah. Do you want to read one more? Sure. This one's from Beverly. It says, Hi, Georgia and Karen. My name is Beverly, and I'm from Hamilton County, Cincinnati. She gets right into it. She's not complimenting anybody. She's got a story to tell. I respect you, Beverly. The county I live in is so small, we have no history of murders. However, the town of Hamilton in the county north of mine, Butler, is famous for the deadliest shooting inside a private residence, the (gasps) Easter Sunday Massacre. Ooh, that sounds fun. Loving it. On Easter Sunday, 1975, James Ruppert killed his mother, his older brother, his older brother's wife, and his brother's eight no. children. Eight? I think it was yeah, eight-year-old. Yeah, that took a terrible left turn. Oh. Um, no one really knows why he shot all of them, as there was never really a motive aside from him simply hating his mother and brother. Though some think he may have been envious of his brother at as at the time of the murders, James, 41, was still living with his mother, drinking heavily, and had trouble holding down a job. Oh. By all accounts, his childhood's t- childhood was terrible. His mother wished he had been born female. Oh, that's always bad. Oh, yeah. And his father was incredibly violent. Also bad. When he was 12, his father died, and his older brother took over the role of father, including the violence towards James. Oh, no. He's currently serving two life sentences at a correctional institute in Lima, Ohio. Also, if you're interested, there is a current murder investigation in Pike County, two counties over from me. Everything is based on where Beverly lives, <laughs> which is awesome. Um, where eight members of the Roden family were found dead in four different houses. Three were adjacent, while the other two were a bit further away. There have been no arrests. What? But during the investigation, the police found marijuana and cockfighting operations in the three adjacent houses. The fuck? You'll be happy to know that while the killer was fairly remorseless in the killings, all victims were shot multiple times. They left, oh, thank God, a three-year-old, six-month-old, and a four-day-old alive. Though the four-day-old was found in the same bed as her dead mother. So, yeah. Oh, my Here's the link if you want to know more. Guess what? Don't want to know anymore. (laughs) But Beverly, again... A beautifully written email. Yeah. That had to be a gang, like a a murder, like a a murder about m- drug money. Yeah, crime right. involved, yeah. mafia esque. If you don't kill the kids, although you kill the you kill the woman, the wife. Yeah, true. But maybe she was involved. Yeah, that's uh, true. Yeah, that's. I like the story of the person that doesn't kill three incredibly young children. Yeah, me too. And instead just orphans them. Yep. What? Just ruins How are their... We choosing one or the other? I also like when you said, um, when they were like, um, dr- like to wish it was born a girl, and you're like, that's bad. And then when you said, also he was abusive, you, you said, that's bad too. Just to like <laughs> clarify that like you weren't being like one was worse than the other. That's right. They're, I mean, it's all bad. Yeah. Also, that that's a classic turn. I think that turn is the perfect example of what it's like to be into true crime. When you're like, ooh, the Easter Sunday massacre, ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. And then when you immediately yes. get into eight children are dead, like, all oh, of that ooh is gone. I didn't want that no, to happen. That's not what I was looking I for. Have a, I have a 
I haven't. Should we end on an I survived? Sure. Oh God, I got cat hair all First over. First person? Face. I. It's not an I survived. It's like a. Can you believe? Um. Let's see here. All right. So. Oh no. Okay, so Bree wrote on the Facebook page. Lots of drama today, so let's lighten the mood and talk about how I almost got murdered. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Great. Uh, so when I was four years old, my parents and I lived in a tiny duplex in a small California mountain town by Yosemite called Mariposa. So the year is 1993, and my mom and I are home alone one morning while my dad is at work. Being the early 90s and all, she was in the shower, and I was sitting on the couch watching cartoons. The large window above the couch was wide open. A man, maybe in his 40s, walked up to the window and started talking to me. Here's the conversation of the best of my recollection. Hi, sweetie. How are you doing? You watching cartoons? Where's your mommy? She's in the shower. Oh, she is. Is your daddy home? Nope. It's just me and mommy. Oh, Oh, okay. Can I come in and watch cartoons with you? I don't think I'm allowed. It's okay. I know your mommy. Okay, hold on. I walk over to the door to unlock it. I'm able to reach and unlock the doorknob, but the deadbolt is slightly higher, and I was a very tiny kid, so I couldn't reach it. All the while, he's at the window peering in, watching me trying to get the lock open. Finally, I say, I can't reach it. Let me go get mommy. Uh, Let's see. And he says, oh, no, that's okay. Bye, sweetie. And he ran off. Then my mom got out of the shower a few minutes later, and I told her. She remembered how, I remember how white her face turned. And that's why I've always been thankful for being short. (laughs) (laughs) I did the same thing, but I let the person in. No. And we sat on the couch and talked. No. Yep. And my mom was, he didn't know my mom was home sick from work that day. We were both home sick. (gasps) And... When I told him, I still remember him going, because my mom goes, Georgia, who's here from the, from upstairs? And he, I can remember him go like panicking and leaving. No way. Yeah. And he gave me like a friendship bracelet. He was clearly going to murder me. Oh my God. Yeah. He said he was a door to door salesman. He looked like, now he looked like an out of work actor in his like best suit, which wasn't great. Yeah. Looking back, I almost got murdered. Yeah. Yeah. Brie, I feel you. Thank you for that story. Oh my God, that was a good story. She said baby sexy (laughs) to get baby murdered. Oh my God. Sitting in front of an open window and having some goddamn hobo walk up. Yep. And you're the pie. (sighs) No. Wow, that was crazy. It's crazy. Is Is that our mini? I think that's our mini sewed. Murder mini-sode? That was really satisfying. Great job, everybody. Yeah, thank you guys. Send us more and like make the subject line really great and that way we'll open it and read it. Or don't, because we're still going to read it anyways. Yeah, that's true. Um, Thank you for listening to the murder mini-sode. Well done. Uh, Stay sexy. Don't get murdered. Mm, Bye. Bye.